Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Baseball is back. And so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission. The Big L on Burgundy and Gold today. Much like he did it about five, six weeks ago. He's back at it again. And it's one thing about being young, man. It gives you the right to try things. And what does he got to lose? He has no reputation. It's credible. So, I don't. hey, look, go for it. Well, are you done? I'm, I'm, I'm done. Go. No, no, this is you. Like I told you. Eminem. You Eminem. drive. I'm in the back seat. Eminem, my next speaker today at the 2022 funeral of the Washington Commanders, Deacon Paulson. <laughs> he covers the X's and O's for the burgundy and gold. And Deacon Paulson, the corner's office pronounced this football team dead at about 1230 Eastern time Monday morning. Deacon Paulson, I want to know, is there any chance for revival Saturday night against Kyle Shanahan and the 49ers? I mean, the music right now, boys, is absolutely killing me. So I'm really glad I'm on for this. But I will say... Um, you know, when I first started doing my eval at San Francisco, I thought there's absolutely no way that they're going to win this game. But then the more film you watch, the more games you get into, the more you, like, delve into the match, you say, maybe there's a chance. And I know I sound like I'm a crazy person, but let me give me, give me a chance to defend myself. So, first off, the San Francisco defense is number one ranked defense in the NFL. They're very, very good. They're very fast. they got a whole bunch of pass rushers who are great. They've got a young safety who's going to the Pro Bowl. They're very dynamic, right? However, when you run the ball directly into the teeth of the defense, that is where they're kind of at their weakest, right? Sideline to sideline and coverage, they're excellent. When they blitz, they're excellent. Third down, they want to get after you. But teams that have run right at them, attacked the center, the heart of that defense, have actually done really well. That was Kansas City's run game to a T. Kansas City did a whole bunch of other stuff in addition to running the ball Mm -hmm. down the pipe. You know, uh, Atlanta ran the ball right at them. They were able to kind of manage the game flow, get first downs, much like the, um, the, the Philadelphia game for the Commanders. I do think that there's an opportunity for them to kind of engage with this game plan, strength on relative weakness for the San Francisco 49ers, move the football, get them to pack in the box, and then hit some of those play-action passes down the field. I will say Kyle Shanahan, D'Amico Ryans, that whole coaching staff probably understands that that's what the Commanders want to do. That's what they need to do to win this game. So they're going to have their own solution. So then it gets into like, what is the 2.0 solution? Is it the jet sweep? Is it the play pass? Is it the keeper game? What is it? And that is going to be a really fun chess match to watch. And then offensively, I think it's really interesting. 
that Brock Purdy is being very, very heavily insulated by Kyle Shanahan and the way he's calling games. They've kind of transitioned to a run-first approach, and they hit their big plays off of game plan, design plays, things that are designed to break your defense's rules, and Kyle's done a great job of getting those called in, um, in kind of critical situations, and they've executed. So I do think that there's a chance. The margin for error is very small, but there's more of a chance today than when I started watching film a couple days ago. What's your solution, Bruin, to our pass protection? We were a sieve last week. <laughs> How do we correct it? Now, clearly, we tried a strategy that failed miserably, and that was don't help your tackles. Right. Right. I think, you know, there's obviously a whole bunch of different things that I would say. One is if you look at the first drive of the second half and the uh, the second drive of the second half, you see how effective play pass is in elevating that offensive line, just giving them different targets, giving them different assignments, messing up the rusher, confounding the rusher, giving the rusher different looks. I think that's a huge element. And I think I was a little bit surprised early on in that game when Scott Turner and the offensive staff kind of, I don't want to say leaned away from it, but didn't lead into it the way I thought they should have, right? Obviously, you look at um, the New York Giants and what they did to negate the pass rush for the command. You bring chippers. You bring, um, you know, three-step, two-step drops from the gun. Get the ball out of the quarterback's hands quickly. Give him answers quickly to get the ball out of his hands. Understanding that 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 offensive line for the Giants can't allow you to push the football down the field, I think that's got to be a little bit of a shift from Scott when it comes specifically to drop-back passing stuff. I think the main thing that they should lean into, Doc, is the, is the play-action pass. You've worked so hard to establish that and set that up with the outstanding running of Brian Robinson and Antonio Gibson and even Curtis Samuel to a certain extent. Um, put those guys in a better position to be successful with that. And then when you do have to drop back pass, what are your solutions to insulate that group? Is it chipping? Is it slides? Is it quick game? Is it screens? Those are the types of things that I think would really, really help this group in pass protection. Deacon Paulson, I, I felt like you felt until yesterday. I saw the video from Matt Barrows, who covers the athletic. You mentioned the interior of that San Francisco 49ers defense being the weakness. Well, for the first time in two and a half months, Javon Kinlaw practiced and is expected to play Saturday night against Washington. What type of challenge would he bring for this commander's offensive line? Obviously, uh, Kinlaw is a physical freak, right? He's a big man. He's 6'5", 6'6", 230 pounds, and he moves really well. He's very strong. I will say when I watched him when he was healthy, he, he seems to be playing better than he did last year in his limited snaps this season. Mm-hmm. But he is a guy who plays with a little bit of undisciplined, uh, an undisciplined streak to his game, which you know he gets out of gaps. He's not always where he's supposed to be. And when you're a defense-like uh, San Francisco, obviously, like that's part of the scheme, but it also seemed to have hurt them pretty dramatically when he was doing it. So, as much as people want to kind of anoint him as being a first round pick who looks like a physical freak, who is a physical freak, there are some limitations to his game, some youth to his game that I think, um, you know, don't make it an easy matchup necessarily, but say, man, there, there is some miles to be had attacking him in the run game and kind of making him think and kind of reacting. You're, you're talking about a guy who hasn't played a lot of football recently because of the injury. Now, when he's healthy, is he a dominant force? Yes. But I do think that that's important to understand. Just throwing it back into the mix doesn't immediately make their defense better. How disappointed were you with Sunday's failed attempt to defend the home turf? Yeah, I mean, Doc, that's a, that's a, that's a really good question. And I think, obviously, as a fan of this team, as a fan of this organization, like it was very disappointing because it was an opportunity for them to kind of declare on a national stage that they 
deserve the respect and admiration that they've been getting over the last couple of weeks and an opportunity for them to kind of say we are a legitimate playoff team against a team that I think that they're probably better than. I think that the roster is probably better than. So I think that's where my frustration comes from. Obviously, I feel terrible for Ron. I feel terrible for the guys on the team because, Doc, like I've been a part of games like that where you lose games you're supposed to win, and that is devastating. So I understand the heartbreak that's associated with that. But, yeah, man, I'm, I, was, I was pretty disappointed because my expectations were very high for this team, and uh, unfortunately they didn't meet them um, in a primetime kind of moment. Yeah, well, Logan, we've gotten, what, six, seven minutes into this conversation. We haven't brought up quarterback. Ron Rivera obviously declaring Taylor Heineke the starter for Saturday night. What did you see from his performance, and how do you think, if you think, Carson Wentz can elevate this offense? Yeah, again, I think that's a really good question. You know, what I'm seeing from Taylor is is Taylor playing like Taylor, a guy who um, is good in certain situations, has value in certain situations, but is also somewhat limited um, by his physical tools, but also just kind of by his ability to protect the football consistently, like that everyone talks about his turnover-worthy plays, and you see that fairly consistently when he does play. He doesn't always take care of the football the way he should, especially when you're running an offense like this designed to kind of you know, limit the hard decisions you have to make, all those different things. So I think, um, you know, I understand Ron's desire to maybe get Carson Wentz in the lineup. I understand the need for a spark in certain situations, especially when you when your defense is playing as well as they have been, when the, um, when the special teams have been playing uh, as well as they've been playing. You need something to kind of help finish these drives, score points, and make a push into the playoffs. Obviously, um, there's no guarantee that Carson comes out and plays better than Taylor has been playing. But I do think, you know, when you're looking for a spark, that's an easy way to go. It's an easy way to start. And, um, and I think uh, Carson in this new kind of new look offense might be able to do some stuff that, that Taylor hasn't been able to do. Uh, Bruin, your evaluation of last week's game, what did New York do to kill our momentum defensively they basically, some of our best players' names weren't mentioned after the introduction. What happened? Yeah, so I think when you look at what New York did, is they deserve a ton of credit, is they understood the strength of this team is the, the defensive side of the football and the defensive line. And what they did is they said, we're going to get into kind of these quicker developing pass concepts. We're going to get the ball out of Daniel Jones' hands quickly. When it's an obvious passing situation, we're going to chip with the back. We're going to chip with the tight end. Um, and our run game is going to reflect the strength of the defense, which is the two interior defensive linemen. We're going to trap, we're going to wham them, we're going to show them tight ends, we're going to give them different things to think about and consider. And, uh, you know, obviously they have to go out and execute it, and they did. And I think uh, Daniel Jones deserves a ton of credit. Like, he made a lot of plays in this game that are going to go unnoticed because they're for five-yard gains, but him getting the ball out of his hand versus a pressure, versus unblocked pressure, pressure him manipulating the defense with his eyes versus cover two. Um, him finding the correct matchup in, in a man-to-man situation on third and seven. Like, those things are so valuable. And then, obviously, the play calling of Brian Dayball to kind of say, hey, you know, we need to run the clock out here. These are the runs we're going to call. And then, uh, uh, you know, Jack being in cover two, Dayball taking advantage of it, or Kafka, the deep offensive coordinator for the Giants, taking advantage of it, and then waiting for Jack to respond. It was a really interesting chess match. But I do think that um, – the New York Giants did an excellent job of knowing their limitations, understanding their limitations, and cultivating a game plan that put their team in the best position to be successful. Logan, heading into Saturday night, I, I'm looking at the tight end specifically because I thought 
Sunday night, that was the group that was unheralded to me in the running game when it was having success. We're seeing them use Cole Turner on these wham blocks, as we like to call them, sending him in motion and having him kick the crap out of whoever he comes in motion to hit. What have, what have you seen from him over the past couple of weeks, specifically from Sunday night, and then how else can they continue to get these tight ends involved? Because I think it's still a very damn talented group. Amen. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, Cole Turner's done an excellent job of kind of embracing this role of like a pseudo fullback. And he is a guy that, you know, was a, basically a receiver in college, and a lot of people had questions about his toughness and his grit. I feel like every single week he shows up and just answers those questions emphatically, you know, with, with excellent physicality and excellent toughness. toughness. Obviously, he's still developing from a technique standpoint, but I love his aggression. I love his mindset. John Bates has been excellent in this role. You know, it's kind of the inline blocking why doing some more move stuff off the ball. Um, you know, he had some excellent finishes in the game, just kind of getting nasty, getting gritty, getting after people. And they, they deserve a ton of credit for Brian Robinson averaging seven yards a carry. Like, they, that group did an outstanding job. Logan Thomas, obviously, that's not what he's known for. Is but a guy who's shown a, uh, Is he hurt? Yeah, Lo, I um, mean, this you know, is not the same Logan Thomas. I was happy the way he came back. I thought he came back maybe a little bit early. But he, he's so athletic. He's been zero threat in the red zone. I just this guy to me is a Pro Bowl talent. What am I missing? Yeah, I mean, I think it's a lot of a lot to do with like usage package. Quite frankly, I think the team's identity has shifted, Doc. And I think you know, you playing tight end, you understand that when a team's running the football more, they the tight end needs to block more, right? When you're running play action pass, the tight end's in to block. Yeah. And obviously, they're trying to find ways to get on the ball. I think back to the New York Giants game in the red zone. Taylor Heineke overthrows the football, and I hate to revisit that, but there's an opportunity for him to kind of make an impact in the red zone. And um, I think with all of these offensive weapons, sometimes it's easy to forget that you have a Logan Thomas, you have a Cole Turner, guys who in training camp were absolutely outstanding in the red zone and kind of get away from that in favor of your Jahan Dotson, who obviously has been in the red zone. You're uh, in favor of Terry McLaurin, who's maybe your best offensive player, right? So I think understanding kind of the balance and where these guys fit in and where they get their touches, I think that's part of Scott growing as a coordinator. You know, everyone forgets that he's a relatively young play caller. And uh, that is a very challenging thing when you're calling plays to kind of allocate resources effectively and put guys in the best position to be successful. So, you know, I've been, I've been pleased with Logan Tom- Thomas's competitiveness when they do target him. They, you know, it is on like check downs, but he has been finishing with a good violence and a good uh, mindset, which I like, but obviously his touches have been limited. And a little bit of that's how they're calling games. A little bit of that's usage. A little bit of that is Scott getting used to having, you know, a very dynamic skill position group. All right, my brother. Um, when can we – can you tease us on the next take command or you want to make that a mystery? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, obviously there's a take command show on Friday. Coach's show is on Saturday – or I guess Friday this week because the game's on Saturday – Going to break down the 49ers. Uh, Got to break down some stuff that they did well from the last game against the Giants, which is always fun to talk to coach about that. And then, um, obviously, I've got some breakdowns on my Instagram, Logan underscore Paulson82, podcast, uh, the Take Command podcast with Greg Hoffman, which is always fun. So lots of things, lots of media, lots of new content coming out um, seemingly daily for me. Yeah, so. you're killing it, man, on the command center. I, I just, I just I, I love it. So keep up the good work, bro. Yeah, appreciate you All making right, some time job. for the Thank you today, man. Guys, thank you. Thanks for having me on. And, Doc, always appreciate your advice with your, your media stuff. Appreciate you got it, it baby. All right. It's Logan Paulson joining the funeral this afternoon. I'm, I'm glad yeah. we got to hear from him. Yo, no, I love it. Because without him, I mean, how could we do a proper burial? Uh, well, without 
you, your burials have proven to be yeah, no, premature. bogus. A premature. No, stuff. your track record's horrible when it comes to this I'm kind of stuff. One. And mean, you're hoping right now. No, I'm not. No, you. it's a shock jock move, and I ain't mad. I ain't mad. <laughs> Let's see. You know, we will see. Toothpick had a message for you. We'll take a break, come back, and I'll well, we'll do fill that. you in. Take a- Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink overthink what you'll wear on that third date download the instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last minimum ten dollar per order additional term supply we get it attention spans just aren't what they used to be heads in social media and eyes on netflix but what do people do with their ears well for one they're listening to audio americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day oh and you want the proof well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Right, okay. Burgundy and gold today on a Thursday. We appreciate the Bruin. Logan Paul's and joining us, dropping knowledge. And again, you know, because he does it for a living. And I like the, um, and he's not emotionally caught up in it. He's unemotional, <laughs> all which is the way you got to do it. All yeah. X's and O's. All X's and O's. The way I like it. Love that about him. Toothpick, toothpick uh, said he had to go to work. And um, I don't even know why he was online because you've done this before. <laughs> But it worked. You got people's reactions. AP in Greenbelt. What up? Welcome to the funeral, AP. Eminem, can we get up? Doc, Linnell, what he do? You know what he do. Hold on. Hold on. This is this is Pastor Willingham you're speaking to at the moment. Welcome uh, to the burial. He's trying to make up for the last time he tried to skit and it blew up in his face. of the 2022 Washington Commanders. This is not funeral music, Eminem. Forgive me, Pastor. Forgive me, Pastor, for I have sinned. Hey, check it out, man. I, I'm not I'm not drinking the Chase Young Kool-Aid. I love Chase, and like Doc, I don't want him back until he's 100% because, you know, when coming back from injuries like that, you know, you're going to have a case of the Kirk Cousins. You're going to be worried about trash, you know, trash at your feet, you know, trash at your knees and whatnot. So if Chase is ready, you know, by all means, I hope he is 110% ready. And then on top of that, Chase, don't come out there doing your own thing, you know, bull rushing and rushing past the passer, having them step up in the pocket. I want you to play assignment football, be an animal, but be an animal that's going to play assignment football. Don't don't be an animal doing your own thing and having Brock Purdy out there looking like, you know, Joe Montana or whoever, you know. Play your game, play smart, and play assignment football. That's all I got, fellas. All right, we got that. Then Bob at the airport. What's up, Bob? You coming or going? Hey, Merry Christmas, brothers. I want to tell you one thing, Doc. I've been going because it hadn't happened when we talked about in the previous conversations, right? Mm -hmm. I do not want Chase Young to play. Mm -hmm. 
That's why I told you that a month ago. Yep. Put him back on the shelf. I don't want him to danger himself for a better career with this team or another well, team. Bob. Bob. Hey, Bob. And the reason, yeah. He's medically cleared by the doctors. What damage is he doing? I just, well, let me put it this way. We keep getting stupider, Doc. <laughs> Even if everybody on that team showed up and played like you did the last two years we were in Cincinnati, okay, we still got to be on our knees with the beads in our hand praying they pull it off. All right? That's how much I've lost the faith in them. Well, it's out of our control. Appreciate that. Have a safe trip. Well, you came to the right spot. Have a safe trip. (laughs) Yeah, we we got to go to Dallas. LJ. Hey, what's going on, Doc? Hey, man. It's the Big L Show. Hey, Doc. Hey, Doc, check this out, man. Let me get Linnell straight first, but before I hang up, I got one question for you. Okay. But, hey, look here, Linnell. Hey, all this flip-flopping, man, you the pastor that stole the church's money, man. (laughs) Get on up out of here, man. You don't believe bread, baby. You don't believe burger and gold. Get on up out of here, man. Now I don't. Let believe me explain it. something to you. First of all, no, you don't believe. You, you wish you watch it. You were the guy that I don't. You the guy that we don't take to the bar fight because you ain't gonna put out nothing. But look here, this is what we do. First of all, it's okay for Chase Young to come back because one thing about it, the man is a beast. And if you're a competitor, these are the things you live for. This is what you strive for. If he wasn't ready. He would have said he wasn't ready, but at the same time, he understands those other guys that's in that, that locker room that depends on him, that needs him, because right now, we're going into the grind. All hands on deck. If you're not on deck, guess what? You got to move around. He had 11, 14 months. He said he ready? Let the boy play if he want to play. If he don't want to play, don't let him play. But at the end of the day, Doc, last thing is for you. We done with a nail. He'll be back next week begging to come back to the team. You know, We're not putting I know, him on the bus and we're getting the playoff. We're not putting him. He's young. He's young. He don't know no better. He's young. It's He's WWE. WWE. Thank you, Abe. Appreciate you, LJ. Hey, me, I, I'm Good glad, to hear I'm, somebody I'm, competent I'm, from Dallas. I'm glad we were able to invite LJ uh, 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 to the burial of the Washington Commanders. I'm glad he showed face. A lot of y'all don't want to show face here today, but it's okay. Because the same funeral we having now, wait until wait till after next week. Okay. Wait till after Saturday. When we're seven, seven and one, playing for nothing. Wait for it. What do you say, Bonesy? Hey Doc. What's going on, Anel? What's up, man? Man, uh I'm like this, man. You well, know, Chase, you man, but I think you need to go ahead on and sit this one out, man, and just <laughs> You know, keep rehabbing and get your leg, your knees stronger, man, for next season, man, you know? Yes. I mean, uh, I don't know why you being all pressed, man, to get back on that field, man, you know, at this point it's in the season, you know? Uh, man, just, that's all right, man. You know, I didn't, I didn't seem, you know, with being competitive, you know. I saw Robert Griffin do the same thing. Damn, look at him, you know? He was pressed to get back out there, you know? I mean... We got to protect these. We got to try to protect these people from themselves, man. Because you know, you know, they can get up in their head, man. You know, and think that you know they this superhero person, right? You know, and they gotta, you know, prove to the crowd. You know, so don't play for the crowd, man. You gotta play for yourself, man, and your future, man. You know, don't don't feed into the hype. Thanks for taking my call, man. Peace. Peace. All right. Well, Cliff, in the district. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
What up? Pastor Willingham. What up? Um, like I said yesterday, Ron Rivera has lied to the fan base the whole year because this is supposed to be year three when the team was supposed to break out and do something. The team is not dead yet. They still have a shot, but they're going to have to pull off a three-game win streak and hope other teams lose. But the biggest mistake Ron is making now is letting Chase Young play. After having him sit all this year, why play him now? Let him sit and come back 150% for next season. And Lunell, the yes, pastor in, um, in that movie, Our Dead President, uh, what happened to that guy when he had all that money and, uh, before he went to the church? What happened? Mm-hmm. All right. And I'll sit back in there. Yeah, appreciate that. Yeah. Ah, hey, man. I'm glad that we were able to open it up for y'all. Well, if Deacon, nothing Deacon else, Walker, you're entertaining. If nothing else, you're De- entertaining. Deacon Walker, I'm glad that yeah. I'm glad that I was able to share this moment with you. The team I uh, love, no, you, one of the personalities I love. Mm-hmm. Sad that we had to have today happen. Well, Saturday night would be like Saturday night would be like. The end portion of the funeral, right? What did we play, Philly? That was a Thursday night game, right? That was Monday night. Monday, Monday night. night. It's going to be like Monday, Monday night, night. Was <laughs> when we was in Philly. Yeah, that's what it's going to end up being like. Doc, but, why are you so confident? But I have no control over it. Neither do I, now, but I, I don't get. Better. I don't get, I'm emotionally invested for our fan base. I'm emotionally invested for I'm my I'm pulling pockets. for our fan base. I'm emotionally know? invested for my And pockets. all the wagers, all the people that bet, I, I'm betting, I'm, I hope you win. But it'd be foolish for me to pull for something that I don't understand. No, it would be foolish of you f- to continue to watch something happen over and over and I over can't control, again. I can't control. And think that it's not going to happen again. I, I told you they're the boy. They play. They're the boy who cried wolf. Last year, almost the exact same time of year, they won four in a row. Yeah. We had a newfound identity. We finally found out we can run the damn ball. They begged everyone to come watch them against the Dallas Cowboys. Did they not? They begged everyone to come watch them against Dallas, and they laid a damn egg and then went on to lose four out of five, Mm -hmm. and this is how we got here today. That's not like that didn't happen. We we, we already saw the winning streak. a little better football team than they were a year ago. We saw the winning streak happen already, Doc. Yeah. It's over. I know it's hard for you to come to grips with that because you No, love why this would program. I come to grips with it in this year's NFL? This year's NFL is unlike anything I've ever seen. It's sideways. You tried to make Buffalo the best ever. You tried to make the Chiefs. You tried to promote all every week. And Houston had Dallas urinating on themselves. <laughs> or they've done the same thing. They've taken so but Dallas is another boy who cried wolf. Yeah, Every well, they, well, they always do. Good, they always do. They fall flat. But in this case, here and now, um, Look, I'm Doc, still. Now. I'm so baffled. They're always on TV. <laughs> I'm so baffled by last week here at home because that would have caught me off guard. I really expected them. Didn't mean they'd win, but at least the level of play would have been what it had been. I don't see you coming out flat in the biggest game. Yeah, and that, 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 that really surprised me. That's unexcusable. That surprised me. And then That's why I put a fork in them. But maybe with the Pro Bowl selections and guys going out, getting you know, it has to be a glow, or as Ron, as uh, my guy Marty would say, a gleam, you know, when John Allen, Terry McLaurin, that was a Terry scary got his due. 
It's beautiful. Man, he's been carrying logs uphill. <laughs> Seriously, he's had the hardest path to the Pro Bowl than maybe any quarterback I can recall. But the uncertainty, he never knows where the ball's going to be. <laughs> he ne- and, and the dude is acrobatic, and what he's done, I think his shining moment um, was Indianapolis. Unfortunately, I thought it was hit to come, but Indy. So he's in, thank God. Tress, and Jeremy Reeves, that's throwback. That's what used to happen around here. We're getting back in them teams. We got the punter. We got the cover guy. Our snapper was in contention. And our kicker's had a good year. He's missed two kicks that would have probably put his behind and propel, you know, close to it. Deron Payne's a first alternate, which is as close as you can get without being there. And then Montez Sweat is a second. So you can't say, well, the first round, yeah, and they're and they're posting up. Mm-hmm. And they're and they're giving you value. So but for what to me, I look at Cameron Cheeseman, Jamin Davis, Jahan Dotson, B Rob, St. Juice, Antonio Gibson, Cameron Curl, Samuel, and I'm not even mentioning injured guys. I think Logan's injured. Chase has been out. And don't forget Chase Rouye. That's the kind of talent that's on the squad now. It's not 50. That's a lot of guys. That's more than I've ever recalled. Quality guys. And the tackles had a bad week. Had a bad month, Doc. Well, yeah, because they played the same team twice in that month. I'm talking about Minnesota. The tackles got whipped. Minnesota. People with great pass rush. When you're in that scheme, some of that's going to have to say. Atlanta. The tackles got whipped. Scheme. Well, then maybe the coordinator and, and the head coach. Need to put a little attention to that. They had their opportunity. That was Saturday last Sunday night. I don't argue with you on that. that I don't was argue. Their, with that, that was their opportunity. That was disappointing. And here's the deal. Okay, Thibodeau don't play that way every week. I can understand how he jumped up on him. That's not something he does every week. He He's called, not LT. He called him by surprise. He had an LT moment. I'd love to hear this. He had an LT game, you but are, he ain't you, no LT. You, I, I'm shocked. This is happening from you. You are making excuses. No, I'm not. Piss poor effort. That I'm getting, they no, no, no. I said it was terrible. I said line. it was terrible. But you rookie. got you can get schemed and get help. I understand. They that. never helped the that. guy. So what I'm saying that's the ignorance you know and that. arrogance on their part. Where's the adjustments? Well, you. I, I'm, I don't mean to beat a dead horse, Doc. Yeah. Okay. So five words. They don't yeah. have a boss. Well, okay. Where'd you hear that from? Okay, so from a three letter from from a three letter yeah, savant. Yeah. So all I'm saying is that look, <laughs> but I don't think this is over as you do Saturday. We'll see. We will see. Yeah, you see. I just wish. Well, we'll see. We'll see. Like we'll I said, see. No, 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 no. I'm gonna let I'm gonna let you Eminem, play this out. Ahead, I can hardly wait <laughs> to hear your excuses on Monday. One stat that I just looked up, which I think is incredible is that Terry McLaurin made the Pro Bowl, rightfully so, but he only had double-digit targets in two games this year. Yeah, I was just looking at his targets. Of the top of the guys that are top five in the NFL in receiving yards, Terry McLaurin has the least amount of targets. So if we're going to lose on Saturday, which I don't think we will, I oh. just can we, can we target Terry 15 times for the rest of the season and just see what happens? Yeah. Because I'm pretty sure both games that we targeted in double digits, we won. Eminem, this is why you are amongst the greatest. This you are a to, rising star. You be trying to think you're going to just do things because you want to do it. Yeah, I feel that though. I mean, you playing? You you do you pick the group? wrong week to go? Well, what if? 
What ifs don't work this week. I'm telling you. They're going to be salivating. They're a pack of wild animals. <laughs> you right. see the way they walk out? Have you oh, seen the oh, video? Have they you seen the, the way box? they come out? It's, it's, but, they, but they don't have Debo. Debo's usually the one right next no, to the No, no, no. We're talking about defense. That? Oh, yeah, defense. Go ahead. They're defense. They're defense. And see, when you I play, bad for Taylor. they I go really against did. these freaks every day in practice. Mm-hmm. The thing that I'm disappointed about our program is that their ones kept telling everybody about Mr. Relevant in practice. You don't hear nothing about Howell. Why? Why? Oh, we act like God. Howell don't break glass. We act like he's got a contagious disease. Oh, don't. That's what impressed me about them. You're gonna get me there. They, they dogs started. were saying, "Yo, it's this scary. cat here." Yeah. Now we saw preseason. I thought we had that same kind of guy. I did Fifth too. round pick. And and the mystery relevant. Don't worry, Doc. It's beautiful because after Saturday, we can we can we can put twenty twenty two on hold. No, I'm just saying we've been in dire need. I'm ready to have that conversation. We got these ups and downs, all these variables, all these unknowns. This guy can't do this. The other guy can't do that. And you got a guy who's athletic, got a gun, and moxie, and he can't Mm -hmm. sniff the field. And you've heard nothing, no intel about. Boy, they've done a great job in keeping that dog at bay. And up until last week, nobody even questioned it. But now, if that's what you're going to get, and you had me roll out the red carpet for that, you got some answering to do, big boy. We'll see what happens. We will. Yeah. Because I'm, I'm, I'm all mm-hmm. for it. Because after yeah. Saturday, mm-hmm. we, can, we can quit all the, the, the hoopla. Yeah. We, we, we can quit talking about the irrelevant. I want to know what they're going to do moving forward. Because the way I feel, and when I look at my crystal ball, I see seven, nine, and one. But we know you're horrible at these. So I think they're going to. Okay. That's all fine. Your track record. I'm just speaking about your track record. My track record is this. My track record is that. I mean, I'm happy. I'm a fan at the end of the day, so I'm never going to be upset. Well, exactly. With a loss. You're you're not pulling against them. I hope. Oh, of course not. No, you're pulling for them. I'm pulling you for just them. Are, are you're afraid? I just have a unique way. You're of afraid. Doing it. No, you're afraid. You don't think it's going. You don't want it to be over. I don't want to be let down. You don't again. want it. You don't want it to be over. How many times I got to get stood up at the altar, Doc? Before what? I before I say enough is enough. How many does Jaja Gabor have? <laughs> Yeah, multiples. Yeah, I mean, very few people get it right the first how time. How many? I mean, seriously. Yeah, I've been rooting for this team hard since two thousand and five. And they appreciate that's seventeen your years. Yeah. They've won one playoff game for me during that stretch. Yet I'm supposed to continue to. Okay, well, look at Dallas put the fan. suit on every week. Half the their, half their wardrobe week. is clown gear with that with that one star approval on it. <laughs> what you call? It? One star. One approved. star. That's what. Yeah, it's one star. That's what we want to start calling them. They're one star. Team one star. Team one star. But they people, they give up a quarter of their salary in that garbage they buy for them. <laughs> uh, the DC people, they don't go to games. I love them. Well, yeah. Oh, we love them. They ain't been. They couldn't tell you one thing about Jerry World yeah. other than they've seen on TV. Yeah. Well, I saw the, the yeah. roof is big. They got a big jumbotron. Man, but I ask them all the time when they when they come up with that with that credit rating on their hat. I go. Have you been there? No, dude, but no. Have you been there? Now walk away. You ain't been to Jerry World. You don't talk about you a Cowboy fan just because you bought some. I was amazed going down to D.C. how much spots you can buy gear. (laughs) People buy that stuff. The airport is flooded. 
Can yeah. I tell you one thing that's yeah. horrible? So I was at Walmart yesterday, mm-hmm. and um, when you go to like the sports section, the first thing you see is an Ezekiel Elliott jersey. Oh, yeah. Now, if we go to yeah. Dallas, there's not a hope in hell well, that no, we come no, across no. a Brian Robinson I, 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 jersey. I ain't trying to hurt no potential sponsors or nothing, but that's what you get dealing with Walmart. I don't deal with them folks and them great value folks. I go to Target, the red store. They get it done. You wouldn't see no Ezekiel Elliott in the red store. Hey, they got that's a good, your fault. They got now. a good deal on gas, though. He I got just gasoline said that. at a premium. He probably hasn't been in a Target in a month. <laughs> he has no idea what's actually up in Target right now as we speak. Look, I went and got if anybody's at Target right now, <laughs> 301-230-0980. Let us take a look around sport. I guarantee you there's gear everywhere over there. He just said something he had no idea about. He DLC, couldn't back that up with his life depending on it. DOC is Thursday, okay. but it's normally like a Friday. Can, right. we, can we get our key commanders before we get out of here? Can we give our key commanders? You want me to, you, you want, you Aren't you sport? working tomorrow? I'm, in the, I'm, I'm, I'm doing the King Oh, that's show. right. You with the King. I'm sorry. You the, Okay, yeah. Whatever you want to do. I forgot. I can, I've been treating him like I'm going to guide him again tomorrow. I'm free at last. No, I'm free tomorrow. <laughs> free at last. Hey, so who's on B and G tomorrow? I'm free at last. Oh, it's a, it's a one-man record. Yeah, no, no. Oh, it's DOC. Absolutely. Okay. It's adult entertainment tomorrow. I'm doing the Lord's work it's, six uh, to nine. He's got he's filming for the king. I'm I'm doing I'm filming yeah. for the king. Yeah, for the king. For Big the time. King. Yeah, for the king. Our yeah. key commanders. Yeah. The three right. commanders that must play right. their absolute best to resuscitate yep. Washington Commander season. That's next on the Burgundy and Gold today. <laughs> It's the Burgundy and Gold today, brought to you by the Maryland Vehicle Theft Prevention Council. Maryland drivers, did you know a vehicle is stolen every 49 minutes in the state of Maryland? The key to preventing theft is in your hands. Lock your car, take your key, and use an anti-theft device. Learn more about vehicle theft prevention at mdautotheft.org. Well, my friend... You've. Uh, I'm glad to see you got your confidence back. Yeah, I got Energy's my. I got, going. I got my swagger back. Yeah, I see. You know, you got Hoffman getting fired up. Yeah, I got Hoffman. Got Hoffman ready. all red in the face. Yeah, and he's uh, getting ready to go they, up what, with what Baby they, Iverson. What they accuse me of doing is not caring. Me of all people? Do you listen to my show? I care more than anybody in here. I'm just cut the crap, as you would say. I'm ready to cut the crap. It's over. Ladies and gentlemen, can we, you know what? It's okay. Because I don't want to get in trouble with, with, with our boss. Because clearly, uh, I'm, I'm supposed to keep the, keep the candle lit. We have to hope that eventually they turn it around and maybe, maybe there's some type of resuscitation. They're in a hospice right now. And this is our time to come as a family, come visit them and, and, and pay our respects during their last surviving moments. Because Saturday afternoon, 4.05 Eastern time, when they walk out with that boom box, I ain't going to say no more. Or you could just be yourself. And if you really believe it, which nobody listening believes you really believe it. Believe that they're going to lose? They you- don't believe that you believe that they have no chance. <laughs> you have no – nobody out there listening believes that. You're trying to talk yourself into something, which is good. You know, you – look, 10 years from now, this will all be behind you. You'll look back at this. Somebody will play a tape like this of you, and you'll go, "Oh my oh, goodness, God. I can't believe I, I, I can't did believe that. that guy." It's part of the I don't maturation that way. Probably every parent that's listening right now <clears throat> knows what I mean. 
What they you say? Just, you just, you know, you what they say, DOC? Do. You gotta, yeah. you gotta stand for something, or you'll fall for everything. Damn it! I'm standing firmly, entrenched, ten toes down in what I believe. I don't. I didn't wear this 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 cute jumpsuit for no reason. I'm in all black for a reason, Doc. Yeah, I thought you were going to a party. No, I was here on Thursday, December the twenty second. To celebrate the life of the 2022 Washington Commanders. This is what I came here to do today. Oh, okay. I couldn't tell. Now, I will say know. this. Just because it's a funeral doesn't mean you don't brush your teeth before you go, before you wake up. I mean, after you wake up. So like I do every Friday, this is our Friday show technically, we'll give our key commanders. Nothing changes with me. I'm real consistent. I just am fully aware of what's about to happen. The battle lines have been drawn. Well, Disco, this is nothing new to you. So let's let's go with uh, the key commanders and let's see if you buying what Linnell is selling. Deacon, Deacon Disco, we we appreciate uh, your service. No, yes, sir. I'm selling. I'm selling, sir. Top of the day to you both. Definitely uh, thankful, privileged, and honored. I would like to say that if you earn. A chance to wear the shield. You have an obligation to the fans to show your true meaning of who you're supposed to be. And the point to someone was talking about whether or not Jason Jones needs to play. First time I think he was injured. But when he cried before him being injured, he was a football player. So know your role. Come back, be hungry, and know your role as a football player. You have an opportunity to play play. Now, it's going to come to a time also that you're going to have to look at when. Because the salary applies to that. I remember it was a time when we was back in the day, uh, Doc, uh, when you sit back and watch uh, philosophy, his philosophy, they used to say uh, it ain't over to the fat lady thing. And I'm going a, I'm to a, I'm a, I'm a still be old school on that. Because I ain't never heard Sonny say they would go ever uh, lose a game. <laughs> so well, that's the, that's, I'm going to go with that. See, that's the problem. That's the problem some of y'all Appreciate the call, Disco. And I always respect my elders. I was, I was, I was raised and brought up to do that. Mm-hmm. But y'all be tripping. You can't tell me based on what you've seen. First of all, this is the first time they're playing an actual professional NFL outfit since Philadelphia. If we, if we want to really keep things a buck. Who have they played since they beat Philly? Once this again, answer. once again, you're playing the obvious card. You had Are no you idea. Prepared? You had you nothing in your life told you you thought Jacksonville was going to beat Dallas. You had no doc. This is what's beautiful about it. If we get the tape back. I was on the Hoffman show and I actually predicted the Jaguars to beat the Dallas okay. Cowboys. Ro- uh, just Roberto, please bail us out. Yes, sir. <laughs> Listen, the team has the formula to beat the beast. We beat the one in, in in our division the same way. The formula is there. It's a simple execution. Execute the play, you win. Roberto, mm. done. 
He's trying Ew, to sleep yeah, on you, Roberto. Roberto, he's yeah, he's he's clowning you, Roberto. I didn't even know you were there, man. I'm just getting up. Welcome to the funeral. Well, funeral, man. Season's over, we, Roberto. We we ain't dead yet, son. We ain't dead yet. Well, I forgot you uh-huh. believe in, you believe in ghosts. I refuse. So I, I refuse. I refuse to say that we're dead. Mm-hmm. I, I want to see the corpus. I want to see the same way. I want to see the the body of Tupac. I want to see the body of the commander. <laughs> Look, man, the coroner's office ruled him deceased <laughs> at 12.32 Eastern time Monday morning. They were ruled nah, dead. Nah, bro. Nah. I've seen, I seen people come back to life. Trust me, I'm in the business. <laughs> I deliver blood up every day. I've seen people come back to life. So, no. They in coma, maybe, but not dead. They ain't dead. <laughs> well, yeah, I agree with you. I think te- technically they're still on life support, but I've, I've gone out on a limb. It's over with. You live on a limb. You didn't go out on a limb. You live on a limb. Come on down it's on the over. ground. It's over with. Yeah. It may not be. And then what you going to say? I have nothing to say. Then, right. You uh, promise? Don't. Why, why don't you look, do this? And if they why lose. Why don't you crawl before you walk? We're not there yet. So my prediction is as accurate as it wants to be right now. We'll talk next week. It's a beautiful thing about this medium. Me and you, we get to see each other. You'll change your... Twitter handle the big baby if they win. That's what you do. Hey, we got a handshake. This off. We're shaking. I yeah. will change my Twitter handle. Yeah. Well, well, actually, we'll let the fans decide. We yeah. can either go big baby. Nah, I like we can big go baby. the shock jock as nah, I like to call nah, me. I don't like shock. I'll I like, do whatever y'all tell like me to big do. Big baby. Which you? Which you like? Minute. Which one do you want? Big baby. Big baby. Yeah. <laughs> we might have to buy rights to that name though. No, yeah, no, we would no big baby. Big baby would be if, yeah. if the commanders <laughs> win. resuscitate themselves and uh-huh. get come back to life Saturday and yeah. win, yeah. I will change my Twitter handle to Big Baby. Big Baby ninety seven. No, ain't no nine, no numbers, none the big well, if you have to put the number, because I'm sure somebody else has it. Big baby ninety seven. I I'll accept that. Big baby ninety seven. That's yeah. I'm, that's her. Like, we can do yeah. that. I'm a man. Yeah. I always can can handle yeah. what I what I put up. I yeah. can dish out what I what I yeah. And then you watch what happens. How many people remember it and rag to it? It's gonna be. It's gonna blow that deal number you have right out of the water. Trust me. Well, look. Yeah, it's gonna happen. The Hoffman, the Hoffman show is next. Him and yeah. Baby Iverson. Will Good do, job to Damon and them. Do the Lord's work from three to six. I want to thank everybody and, and for just putting up with this. Real seriously, because you a handle. Yeah. Yeah, you handle. I appreciate Thank you God. all tomorrow. Up. Tomorrow, folks, we back to adult entertainment. Don't miss <laughs> it. High noon. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.